Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Triforce Tactics Podcast. This is episode 30. We're the, the big 3 0. Uh, and I'm your host, Spicy Appies, joined today by my co host, Jirachi. Hi, I'm I'm stressed because I'm moving and now I'm eating ice cream on podcast. Hog and Kevin. Rem Kev. <laughs> What's up? I'm Ooh. not eating ice cream because I don't have any. Unfortunate. Uh, and we are joined today by a very special guest who recently popped off in a tournament you may know uh, is the North, I almost said New England. That's not, that's where I live. Mm-hmm. That's not it's North America. I mean, he popped off the New England regionals. That's less impressive, but still, you know, the college in its own right. But we are joined today by Eniko, who is hey. going to be in the last chance qualified pretty soon. Popped off at regionals this past weekend. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I am really tired, honestly, but you know, we're, we're, uh, we're getting through it. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, we have had you on before, but mm-hmm. if you want to initiate the uninitiated by just running down how much of a fucking legend you are, just go oh, for it. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing <laughs> special, but, uh, yeah, I am. No, uh, no, 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 no. Disagree. For, for those who don't know, I am an eco, um, I mean, I guess like the main thing is I've been challenger every set of TFT. Uh, I used to play high level Dota two as well. I hit rank one in set five point five. Um, I've placed high in like a handful of tournaments. I've competed and and you know made it to like at least day two and a lot of other ones. And then most recently, I uh, I, I uh, qualified for the last chance qualifier via playing in the regional NA finals. So. That is that is what's going on so far for me, at least in my TFT life. Basically, he dumpstered the whole region, and he's been dumpstered that the is not for true. mini sets. Hell yeah! No, 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 no. Don't listen to him. No. Listen to us. Trust. <laughs> uh, so we can just start it off. Uh, as we usually do. Um, my week's been pretty good. I've uh, I also played regionals, and then this week I've been kind of just vibing. I played some. Uh, so I was talking with these guys actually um before the stream started about like how hard it is for me to stream anything but tft i I streamed elden ring for a little bit on monday and i was like like two hours and i was like holy shit i feel like i've been streaming for eight hours if i if i have to comment about how i rolled to the left one more time i'm probably gonna (laughs) probably gonna have some choice for it so i realized that i think i'm just like a, a tft slash like competitive game streamer and so i've just been streaming tft sense i'm gonna try to get to rank one before the end of the set my my oh, goal so good luck yes this goes 2000 if, if Sensico keeps playing yeah good He's luck 2k yeah it's, it's pretty pretty fucking nuts yeah, um, that's my how you been I mean, doing kevin oh i've been good i uh the module you know, i board. ran it down 300 <laughs> lp yesterday i'm pretty sure wait no only 200 Maybe 180? Well, you're trading out TFT LP for Mahjong LP. Oh, it was crazy. I had some... Hold on, let me figure out. We played We played so many comps le- yesterday, and they were all awful. Hold on. <laughs> were, the, were these... How many of these comps were Mahjong comps? They were so bad. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to get I mean, some if you're not running down 300 LP for fun at this point in the set... I don't know what you're Let's doing. Let's see. I went six 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 five five. Monka W. I mean, you avoided a seven eight. You know, frontline Seraphine, not too great. Uh, 
What else do we got? Built Div Kalen without a Hodge and a Shojin. Pretty well, no, she had the Shojin. That's why she was bad. But not, <laughs> not, not too great. wasn't 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 really there. Kind of missing. But also has some Mahjong today, and you know for some other days of the week, and it's been lit. And then before the podcast started. Uh, we we know we a good sign of how fucked up of a day he must have had yesterday is that he was curious about what the nocturne win rate was. <laughs> oh no no it's cause it's cause it's cause I figured it would be really high but I wanted to see how high it was. Is that so? Is that like like nocturne reroll you're thinking of? Just like nocturne. Oh no, I just think you, you use it to evaluate how strong hextech is in the moment. Okay, just nocturne the unit. That, that is fair actually. That is fair. Uh, how you doing, Draji? Um, I'm tired. <laughs> well, I guess the two-week update, because I wasn't on last week. Um, two different concerts, one in the Kimmel Center, where the fucking Philly Orchestra plays, which went super well, thank God. Super relieved about that. And now I'm moving this week, so yeah, that's... I. I mentioned it, but yeah, I was went on a target run literally right before this and just got ice cream. I'm like, well, I guess I'm eating ice cream on podcast now. <laughs> it's fine. We take those. Yeah. Also, I'm also I'm on OCE vacation. We're, we're back there. And that oh, that account, I've made it my mission to only play talent on that account this set. Like literally hard force every single game um i'm currently at 26 out of 20 (laughs) Um, i've also made it i've also made it my mission to whenever i can play a talon junior i do it on the (laughs) final board so like oh i hit talon three on four five got smoke bomb got talon with it that talon is staying on my bench even at cost of econ and going on the final board there's a talon on stage five carousel Picking it up and putting it on final board. Um, there was a game that I had three talons on my endgame board because I picked up two <laughs> off carousels. <laughs> I, I, I could have played six sin. I chose not to. Just <laughs> play Woodland so, Trinket think, the hard way. Yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much. Woodland Trinket, but instead of using an augment, I'm putting in what? What's the number? Like 130 gold? We take those. We we take those, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So out of curiosity, what what's the OCLP looking like? <laughs> um, not garbage. I hit masters in like forty seven games, which is a little high. But considering I'm... how much I got contested and how much I low rolled in plat, yeah. We I take mean, if those, you're twenty six out of twenty talent, that's that's respectable stats. I feel like. Um. I am 154 LP in 56 games. Respectable. Yeah, That's, respectable. I, we take that, especially for literally 100% hard forcing a comp every game. I um I tried to hard force Vyrie roll and at the end of set six every game on my like diamond Smurf, and I was hard stuck D2 for like two weeks. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're better than I, I am. Mean, <laughs> I mean, Robin's See, Robin's losing with time flies and iron. So like, you know, wait, it, it happens to everyone. It happens. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It happens yeah, to everyone. But 
It's Time Flies. Yeah. Also, didn't Robin in Regionals play Time Flies by AKA Sinzillion at some oh, point? Did he? And I think I remember oh, I only remember this because I remember I saw a clip of like Bryce calling out, "Oh, it's Ro- like Robin and Time Flies, but like it's different." <laughs> The time, the the time itself is flying, not just the bomb. You just yeah. cut out the middleman and let him jump himself, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> don't need don't need Syndra for time to fly, just Zillion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How has life been outside of TFT? Uh, anything interesting or? Oh, um. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, like like real life is. I mean, there, there's like stuff going on, but you know, everybody's got stuff going on. Uh, as far as just like. Leisure time, it's nice. I've been playing games with friends like that aren't TFT, um, but like outside of playing, I've mostly just been bot reviewing. I, I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to keep my studies up for the upcoming tournament that nobody knows when it is. So, you know, yeah. So that's that's a great pivot point into discussing. So before we get into regionals, I want to talk a little bit about Last Chance Qualifier, which is what. Uh, so Inigo in uh, in Ramblin will be uh, the two NA representatives of Last Chance Qualifier. There will also be two mm-hmm. people from. Uh, I think two people from EU, two people from Brazil, and two people from Latin America, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep, and so right. it'll be an eight-person tournament, and then two of those players, so it could be two, two, two more NA people, one NA, one EU, never two EU because they're just too bad, basically. Yep. Um, and then two players will get into the World Championships through that last year's qualifier. The caveat here is that no one knows when the fuck the tournament is. I think it's going to be before Worlds. I don't know what tells me, but I think it's before Worlds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably after Worlds. That makes too much sense. I wouldn't be surprised. I I get real blast. They they just just forget about it. They're like, oh, shit. Wait, we had this thing that we were supposed to do. Uh." Yeah. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at least uh, I think it's been a a pretty consistent issue with TFT tournaments. I mean, it it, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to do it too much, but hopefully we'll find out pretty soon. Um, you and Ramblin are going to pop off. It's going to be sick. We're going to have six NA representatives. Four, wait, yeah, six. Hope so. we already have four. Yeah. Um, six yeah, NA representatives. Six. It's, going to be, it's going to be amazing. We're going to go one, two, three, four, five, six in Worlds on April 29th, uh, <laughs> which I think it starts 5 a.m. EST every single day. 5 a.m. EST! Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking ass kicker. Uh... And then, yeah, it'll be sick. It'll be very cool. Uh, I'm assuming the official Teammate Tactics channel will probably stream Last Chance Qualifier as well. So, you know, next mm-hmm. week, if we know what the date is, we'll, we'll give you that. Anyone listening who will be interested in watching that. Also, keep an eye out on... I mean, I feel like Twitter is really the only place to get solid information on when these tournaments happen. So follow, like, Giant Slayer, Teammate Tactics, etc. on Twitter. Yeah. You want to be updated. And... Uh, yeah, one let's... day there'll be a website where you can just look at this stuff for free. Yeah, yeah. Right? you mean Liquipedia? Yes. I mean, the people have to know first for that to be updated. Yeah. 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 But, like, honestly, Liquipedia probably is the best we have for, like, a website for everything. Which... What do you mean? There's Mortdog's Twitter. That's not easy to sort through, though. <laughs> Mortdog's Twitter for all your when is a tournament? What yeah. is in this patch? Is is the server down? What the hell's yeah. going on with TFT? What's and bugged in the game? Life advice? You know? Yeah, like like anything TFT related, more thoughts just where where it's at. He's, he's your, got you. Yeah, he's your he's VR guy, your your maintenance guy, your plumber. 
He's just like the Johnny Sins of TFT. The Johnny Sins of TFT. <laughs> nice. He does it all. <laughs> and he also fucks your games with RNG. Pog. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, true. So That's a pretty apt comparison, actually. Right, right? Uh, so moving on to regionals, which happened again this past weekend. Uh, so the format was, it was 24 players. Uh, it was eight people cut every single day over three days. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. I'm assuming a lot of people watched it. There were some pretty crazy things that happened on every day. Well, well we can just go day to day for now. I actually still mm-hmm. not watch day three. So, uh, I'll have to have some backup on day three, but, uh, day one was pretty insane. There were actually 200 HP wins in day mm-hmm. one. I, uh, the, the, my very first game of the day, I was yeah. the first one. It was the single most hyrule game of my, I literally, so I, uh, I hit an Ari on rolling on six, right? On three, one or three, two. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of gold and I can play like four Arcanist, the boner, uh, whatever. So I level up on three, two, or I level, yeah, I level up on three, two to play the Ari and all the boners. On three, three, I hit a victor on seven. <laughs> and then on like four three, four two or four three, I'm level eight. I hit double victor shop. Yep, I remember it was, that. Uh, yeah, I think it was not with an eco. I was, I was looking, I was looking at your spot like the whole time. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I think I actually played that game pretty well, though. Honestly, I agree. And, you I know, agree. I, I feel like if if you weren't 100 HP the entire game, I feel like there's a non-zero chance I could win if I could find Sedge for four enforcer. But like you're 100 HP, oh. so all you like all you really have to do is lose a fight and then be like, oh, I'll just bench my victor for a fight and then just win. So like, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I um I had a moment that game where I was like, okay, do I just level up and risk losing the game to try to get 100 HP win here, or do I do or do I just like play the game properly? And you know, I slammed that fucking F key to level up. I, I did I mean, two seconds your, with a zero your goal. Timer, your, your timer was ticking because Kev Chan was ready with another 100 HP win, apparently. So you had to take <laughs> yeah. the, the first ever, you know, tourney 100 <laughs> HP win. You, you knew you had to. So, like, I respect the play. Yeah, because yeah, Kev Chan really got the next when game. Kev Chan was a manalit. Wait, what is the yeah, phrase? Yeah, no. He was, he was synaptic with, like, 10 Zephyrs and, like, yeah. oh, like ridiculous <laughs> all He had Mal's three. Synaptic, that doesn't count. That, I forgot. No, say I the word synaptic. I no, forgot I mean, the does, phrase is the phrase is uh Manalist Manalist dog. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you said that the first time I thought you were referring to Warwick because he doesn't have mana. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. No. Oh, kind of <laughs> he Warwick. oh, that's not a description. No, app description. He is a uh, synaptic. Uh, synaptic yeah. Warwick? What? Synaptic oh, Orbit Oh my god, crazy. Would that stat yeah. pop off? It wouldn't, right? Because it's, no, it's a cloak. Oh, because it's like blue buff pops off, right? Ooh. But it's like it's cloak, oh. right? Because it doesn't give just mana. It's yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think it, I don't think it would pop off. Yeah. The only reason That's why blue buff though. pops off is because the unit cannot use the components at all, and they can't do anything with that. Item. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen what someone running like Shojin Warwick in Challenger, so I. <laughs> I, I'm surprised there's not. No, no, it was just some random guy who went eighth, and I think it was one of Aces games oh. actually a long time ago. Gotcha. Uh, but no, yeah, this this man was just running like Warwick three, I think, with the chat with a Shojin, and it was. I mean, I mean, it had a lot of mana, I guess, and and one way to look at I'm, it. Is that I'm it sorry to I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, but just off of that really quick, because like Kyvix, you know, I've been I've been studying uh the the Quinn meta under his tutelage. 
And uh, I, I was in a game with him where he was item holding uh, Quinn 3. Basically, he had like seven Quins on his bench, and he was just waiting for the opportunity to put them in. And so he was item holding Quinn 3 with Talon 3, of course. Um, and he had uh, Shoujin JG, I believe, were, were the two items on the Talon. So, <laughs> you know, he, he was telling me, like, the pivots are insane. You know, you, you item hold Quinn 3 with Talon 3, and then you pivot to Quindra as soon as you can. Yeah, pivots course, are crazy. That guy, that guy's a visionary. For sure. I, I, Quintra is really just like the best name for any board I've like I've ever heard. Yeah, you know, I I've noticed like, that like, Quinn is like so versatile with her naming because there's like Quinn shots, Quinn evaders. Oh shit! I didn't Quinn, mean Quinn shot. Wait, oh, that's yeah. so sick. Wait, are Quinnis? Are yeah. Quinnis? <laughs> like Quinn is like the most the most versatile like like unit name. I feel like that's part of the reason why he does it. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine we, we come from a background. This is a total tangent. We come from a background TFT of like really low effort. Generally, like like sus said, like sus background names, you know, like, like fake taxi, bang bros, yeah, come shot koi fish, like all these like names that just super sus. Come shot koi great. fish is such a good name, though. I liked Vietnamese more. For a I name thought it was Vietnamese. Yeah, I was yeah, always I more too. familiar with. I like Vietnamese more, um, but I like that uh, we're I'm moving into a meta koi fish though, <laughs> where we're you know we got manalis dog, we got <laughs> we got quindra arquinists. I, I like the name meta movie, right? I think uh, Time Flies I mean, might be yeah, the single best cop name. Yeah, really it might be the single best cop name I've ever heard. It's so good. Best your cop name. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. For yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, so Kevchen got 100 HP win with Synaptic Web uh, oh, the next yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely popped off. Showed all, all of us. It, you know. um, I will say, so being the first 100 HP win was insane YouTube content. But the issue is the entire game. I was telling them about this before uh, before the podcast started. But the problem with it is that the way I say debonair when I'm streaming, right? Especially when I'm really focused, I just say deboner. This is my it's my I, I just say deboner. That's how you say it. Yeah, wait. That's, yeah, that's how you say it. Right? If you say it any um, other way, you actually are just like incapable of reading. I have to say yeah. debonair on official broadcast. That's too so bad. There's, that's crazy. I can't that's say deboner. Everybody on official broadcast is just illiterate. They can't read yeah. the boner. Yeah, right. It's oh, really unfortunate, actually. <laughs> The problem is that there's this YouTube video that now has like a lot of views. It's been really good. Uh, Mateo got it up really quickly. But then the whole comment section is just like 50 divided people saying like, man, this guy's a fucking Chad for saying DeBoner. I love how he says it. And then the other half is just like, I cannot stand this cringe lord for saying DeBoner instead of Debonair. And it's like them spelling it out with like hyphens and shit. Uh, sounding it out rather with hyphens. It's just, it's yeah, it's like a war zone in the comment section. So. I mean, you can just say that other half is wrong. Now, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, no. <gasps> it's wrong, but I can't, uh, I can't say it correctly. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I that's still haven't played Deboner Spat Bonar, actually. That's, that's my... I that's do I do get to say yeah. Bonar on broadcast as long as it's completely nonchalant, a.k.a. I did. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean... I don't know. I don't know if we're it's skipping a, ahead. It's a bonar. It's what's. It's right in front of me. I don't know if we're skipping ahead too much by me saying this, but Ramblin, Ramblin won a game off of bonar. So like, <laughs> that was that was, you know, that's. I think that's a highlight. Honestly, that's a good casting highlight. Say, we can definitely say that it was a shower, not a grower. Mm-hmm. Yep. He showed the world the power of bonar. <laughs> yep. Uh. So big upset on day one. New Bowel and Soju both did not make it to day two. Uh, those are probably the two biggest upsets of day one. Yeah. Agreed? Yeah, I think probably. 
Yeah. New Bowels looked at as the best player in NA. Like he was, he was super hyped up. Uh, not that he, I haven't watched the game, but not that I think not that he didn't live up to his expectations, but he didn't make it day two, which is TFT. It happens, right? Uh, a lot of people were very disappointed. I think, I mean, even as like a player, I was disappointed because I just wanted to see him play more because he's mm-hmm. just such a cracked person. And he's such a cracked person, such a cracked player of the game. Uh, I don't think he's a cracked person. I doubt he does crack. But um, yeah, it was sad. I think there were some, some big upsets and a lot of heartbreak on day one. And then day two, uh, I think there were some more big upsets, or maybe not big upsets, but like slight upsets. Uh, there was Setsuko. Pretty, pretty big upsets. Yeah, Setsuko, Sox, and myself, I think, were the big, big ones. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. S- probably S- Spencer, probably. Spencer as well. well. Mm. Yeah. Lost Ark. Lost Ark himself. I think. I've been- if you, yeah, I mean, con- like Spencer as a as a player in his TFT career, yes, but like if you based off the <laughs> form, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Like I, he was just I, checked out. He was just checked out for like the whole tournament. I'm pretty sure. He yeah. he was checked out, and also I've kind of been of the opinion that set six has not been up his alley. Like I think he I don't just know, just something. It. Okay. Yeah, which is like that. It is what it is, but he's clearly not in his best form right now, which is is fine. It's hard to be and when so, you don't like the game. Like, like everybody, yeah, everybody yeah, experiences sure. that. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I, I, I'm never gonna, <laughs> I'll never forget him playing Lost Ark in tournament. That's yeah. Oh my god. Edge. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, he's been historically. I think Gangly made a video earlier this set, uh, or rather set six, saying. He like reasoned out the best TFT players and like historically competitively. And Spencer was actually his pick for the number one because he had like really good tournament results, really consistent, like a lot of consistency. And then uh, yeah, he just did not seem to like the game a lot in the set. It seemed. I have to be honest, like I I I just feel like stats are so fucking useless when it comes to things like. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like I don't know. I feel like I feel like when you're like addressing players, like I, I just don't think you can rely on stats that much. And like obviously, like you know you should to some extent, but I think player intuition is really important. Like the people that play with people like other people all the time will know, you know, or have like a vague idea how good they are, especially when they talk to them a lot. So like, mm-hmm. I think, I think that is a lot better indicator. And like when people make like that, that's another reason I just don't like these like tier lists that always come out. Cause I'm like, Oh, what about this person? Like, you know, non Tom is rank one for the entire, like the entirety of set six, but he's off every tier list, not 6.5, but like set six, you know? Um, like he's popping off like crazy, but like he can't play in tournament because you know that one time he didn't have tournament realm downloaded or like uh you know whatever. <laughs> like I the think elevator. there was yeah yeah like yeah. like there was like a bunch of like weird shit that happened. Um, Big cartoon, and so he just has less exposure right to people who don't play with him all the time and don't know how good he is. Um, he didn't do like Non-Tom, like Non-Tom amazing cashed out Solus in an in-house. Non-Tom is right, right there with Nubao in the in that shit. <laughs> no wait, no. I mean, I mean, Sol- Solus though. Like, I don't know, man. This guy is this guy's the darkest horse of all time, or something. I I barely outplayed him in finals. Solus is like the best, just intuitive TFT player I think I've ever seen. No, you know like, what it actually is though. I, I I talked to him actually quite a bit recently, and everything. Like we went over his vods and everything that he was saying, like why he did something, was oh, um, I heard somebody talk about this once, or like I, I saw somebody do this, and like so, like for example, oh, uh, okay, he he was like, uh, God, what was it? He he was he was talking about how Bryce 
was saying like, oh yeah, Jin is a lot better than people think he is. And Solus was like, yeah, so that was living in my head rent-free this game, so I played Jin, but I regretted it. <laughs> so it was like one of those things. I think that's kind of similar to like what Rambler and I do in terms of how you prep for tournaments. Or you just, I think, so I just watch people play before a tournament, right? Like I also think it'll be yeah. just playing a little bit and then watching what's good. And then I get in a game, I haven't played a game of Warwick, but I'm like, oh shit, I, I know that I've seen GTA. And so there was a game like this in tournament. I was a single Warwick on like the end of stage three, and I was like, "Fuck it, I can reroll Warwick from here," and yeah. I did. And I got like a second or something because I like I, I knew that I, I could do it because I'd watched people who are really good at playing Warwick do it. Yeah, the other Manalus <laughs> dog. dog. Uh, and I think Gremlin does like a similar thing. That's how he he preps a lot. He, like, he's in chat. He's in, like everyone's chat all the time. He's so steady. Yeah. He's a very keen observer as well. Like, like even when he's not like watching somebody on Twitch, like uh, just watching fights and stuff. Um, him and Goobums, I think, are are a couple of like the best players who can just gather the most obs- like uh, the most information by just observing uh, what's going on. It's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah, and I think that's like oh. the best skill to get better at the game. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, be sure. able to watch a fight and take a bunch of information from it. Mm-hmm. For reference, he has played 116 games this set and is rank 126, 905 LP. Okay. But he's still, prob- he's still probably the best player in the server. You're able to Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, uh, Ram- oh. Ramblin. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying Solus, and I was Solus like... Solus is uh, like 200 LP. <laughs> Solus is the uh, best player in the server. We can all go home. <laughs> no discussion to be had. Solus is the god of TFT, didn't you know? I think... Uh... And I think I think everyone here knows how much of a rambling simp I am, and how much of a rambling simp I've been for like as long as I've known this guy since like set mm-hmm. four or whatever. Um, I think he's in good form, but I I actually do think that Goobums is probably the best player right now on the server. Like like it. it's not it's not a it's not a metric of LP, but like if you talk to this guy, and like if you if you hear like his like um like rationale for like decisions that he makes it's it's really nuanced and it's really thoughtful and he sees lines that i don't think many other players would see but he does it so often that like i think just like critical thinking wise like he is probably in the best form right now as far as like high skill play outside of ladder so like i think goobums has formed the whole set has been nuts and that's also just well, it's a testament to his he's pretty bad as for well. a lot of it, but yeah, yeah. He he, he was, like when he, he when was, he turns it on, he turns it on for sure. He he got better for set six, and then just got better over the whole set. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He tur- he started turning it on, and then just the set goes like just keeps cranking it, and now he's in insane form. And it's like I don't mm-hmm. even I don't talk to him much, but just like watching him, which I think is like my metric I use a lot, like. Some, like, just looking at tourney performance and stats, I'm like, okay, let's try and find some context for this. Like, oh, new bow. If I'm looking at new bow's performance going 17th, I'm like, okay, what the fuck happened here? Did he actually play, like, the 17th place player in the tournament? Or did he play no. really well and it just was so low roll he couldn't overcome that? Um, giving the giving the context of eye, eye test the stats helps a lot, I find. But like I test for Goobums, this man is insanely good. Yeah, I think I, I think with Newbell, um, yeah, I think with Newbell, some of it actually does probably come from like a familiarity thing. So like I know that like one game that was talked about a lot is uh, I don't remember the the third augment, but I know that it was a prismatic lobby, and his first choices were featherweights, wise spending, and something else. I don't remember what it was, but it was it was quite bad. I'm pretty sure. Um, 
he wasn't comfortable with any of them. So like like any any normal player, you know, who has more games than him on the set might be like, okay, why spending his fine on stage one? Like you can play around that, but he just you know he's not comfortable with it. And if you're not comfortable with something in the tournament setting, you're you're probably going to be apprehensive to play around it. Um, That's true. Which I think is yeah. like a strength that you know somebody like me or like Appy's say uh just off the top of my head has we're like we're not afraid to like try something new in tournament if we're like vaguely familiar with it or can like kind of like shape a game plan around it on the go so like that that's that i think that is a really big strength because being unpredictable is also a really big strength in tournament yeah no i totally agree i think like um i think that the ability to just see an out that like no one else is able to see or like you know to see an out from like any situation is really important because there's certain yeah. parts like situations in tournaments where you know you're trying to keep up with tempo like tempo of lobby and you're like, and, like you just can't play the normal the normal out so you can't get to eight and, and hit draven you can't like stay on seven and roll for a uh i don't know like a traditional like three cost or two cost because you're you're just too like you'd be there for too long so i think um that's a skill that i think goes really hand in hand with what you're talking about with goobums actually uh, and then Ramblin as well with like looking at a board, understanding. I think Kevin's also amazing at this, by the way. Uh, like looking at a board and saying like, okay, this is why it works. Like this is these, these things are interacting this way, and I can be as strong as everyone else if I play into that game plan, like that win condition for the board. Um, that like that's how like the Chemtech Nard game came about, right? Or like the um, I'm yeah. trying to think of like another crazy game and tournament that someone's had recently. I mean, that's like, a pretty for, good example, like. Just there is the Chemtech Nar. Or I mean honestly, like you could you could even um go to your game where you like decided to carry Trindamir in your Chemtech comp, where like, you know, a lot of a lot of players I think they said it in the cast, but like, a lot of players on ladder or even in the tournament themselves, like would not even touch this unit. I think I fucked that game. <laughs> in in the co stream call with like Mort and Ray, um we were like we were all questioning like why the fuck Appies is like he's He's holding this trend pair, he's broke as shit, and then he puts the trend two in and like puts the items on, and we're all watching it, we're like, oh, okay. Like just realizing in real time what's happening in Appy's head. Like it's a risky, full stage sure. behind. Yeah, yeah. But like the thought process very clearly is there. So yeah. yeah, I think that's one of those skills that like I think goes very hand in hand with again what Nico said about like Goobooms and Ramble. And it's just something that, that will do you a lot of good in a tournament. Is to be able to mm-hmm. look at a board and say like this is why it works and like this is where I can go with it yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, and so it's people people have varieties of strengths. Mm-hmm. It's that that's y'all's strength. Every <laughs> goddamn everyone in this call is fucking creative about shit except me. Um, Are you creative? Like generally? that's your strengths as players. Like <laughs> me, like not being creative at all, but just like taking one thing and just optimizing the shit out of it. Um, and then like new new bow like fight like find being able to find like this this is the best board basically but not necessarily being as comfy taking those outs he hasn't played yet so yeah there are different different strengths in a lot of different players which just makes makes high level tft so fascinating yeah for sure and we've come to day three the day we're all we've all been waiting for uh Annika, you want to walk us through your your day three experience or just like what day three felt like um, in general I saw I, I mean, saw some messages oh. in the Discord about about Striker. Oh god, I hate Striker so much. I mean, like, okay, <laughs> there were there were just like things that really lined up for the Striker players, like not just Milk, but like everybody who was playing Strikers, like when they chose to. There were just things that lined up so perfectly. I'm like, why? 
Like, why why do you need to reward the people playing the most broken shit in the game right now? Like, just please, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, and and it's not to discredit like any of the players. Everybody played really well on day three. I think that I think that a lot of the placements were really deserved. I was really really surprised with Robin. I was pretty surprised with Ramblin as well. I thought Ramblin, I, I thought Ramblin was going to make it for sure. Um, Ramblin was low rolling but, out of his fucking mind. Yeah, I know. We we reviewed two of his games the, were really really rough. The fact he got fourth is just a testament to how fucking good he is. Was Ramblin? So um, oh no, that was second day, right? When Ramblin took the uh, what's it called? The 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 the, the money one. That the, the one that gives your merc- mercenaries oh damage. gold reserves gold, gold reserves gold yeah. reserves was that second or third day <laughs> I don't think that was, that was not third day that's what okay so it must have been the third day, day he did try to play mf but it was it was not very good which, it was so sketch i mean it happens um but yeah so like as far as far as like my own game uh on day three i i do this a lot and i think i really i really don't know how to address it and i think when i learn how to address it that's when things will really click um but I'm like I'm like a burst player where like I will have three good games and three bad games, and I started with three really bad games on day three. I think the first two games I played horribly. I think in the third game I low rolled uh, a little bit, but I probably could have played better. I haven't voted read myself at this point, by the way. Um, so like my opinion might change tomorrow on how well I think I played. But I think I played the last three games pretty well. Um, the the fourth game I think I played like really well. Uh, the fifth game. I'm actually kind of struggling to remember what I played that game, but I remember being like satisfied with myself. I know there was one game where I could have gone first and I didn't, and uh, I was a little bit disappointed. But it's you know it's whatever. Um, and then the last game, I was at you know it's actually kind of funny. I was watching uh, Bebe was like com- commentating the over the God of TFT himself <laughs> was commentating over everybody's like uh, regionals games, like he was watching them. And I watched him look at my last game from his perspective, and like he, it's like I don't, I don't think I would have done this anyway, even if I had thought of it. But he saw a line that was really interesting. So I was playing towards AP. I had Spellblade. I couldn't get a fucking tier to save my life that game because because it was the last game, and DKA was griefing me and Solus on Carousel, and we both needed tiers all game. So he was just taking everything that we needed. Um, I couldn't get a tier the whole game. I was playing Spellblade, so I was like, okay, whatever. We'll just play like six Argari. It's fine. Like I don't think I can play for like anything else. Um, or like a lucky victor or something. I do end up getting the victor, but that's not like you know. I wasn't like trying to play around that. But Bebe was thinking like, oh, because uh, Goobums was was rerolling arcs, right? So he was rerolling Vex and Mal's. Bebe was like, oh well, Goobums is pretty low. If I were a Nico, I would just sit at level seven from from four five all the way until when Goobums dies and just roll all my gold and hit Vex three and Mal's three at once. And I and I like I heard that and I was like, okay, that is like really un- unrealistic. Because I would have had, like, 200 gold or something to roll in, like, one easy. turn. Easy. Oh, it depends on how far ahead like, you are, too. If you're, like, super far ahead, easy, I've done that, dude. like, so many times. I was not very far ahead. I was not. I, I had to get Tiny Titans to, to get me a fourth. I was not Oh, in that case, ahead. I think it's a little bit iffy. That sounds a yeah. little bit yeah. sketch. Well, why so, would you like, just go to eight there anyways, right? And just really got yeah, and, like, my level eight roll down was pretty low roll. Um... He, he even, like, I, like, when I was watching him, he was like, oh, man, that's really unlucky. He didn't hit, like, a second Ari even, or, like, no victor yeah. or anything. Uh, but, like, it, it's, it's like those situations where, like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and I do this every tournament, I wouldn't have to play my ass off in the last three games if I just played better in the first three games. And, like, I think I, think I can attribute it to nerves a little bit. 
but mm-hmm. I guess I'm just I, I, I just need to warm up more. I don't know. It's I, I think it's really tough when you low roll the game in tournament too, right? Or the beginning of the day, right? Because like for example, yeah. like day two, I low rolled my first game really like pretty hard, and my mental was just fucking booed. I played terribly oh, really? the rest of the day. Yeah, no, I played horribly the rest of the day. Um, and like that's on me. You know, I, I think I low rolled game yeah. three as well pretty hard, but like I could have, you know, even a couple placements I could have gone through to day three if I just didn't shit the bed so hard mentally from the first game. So mm. I think it's really tough if you have like, you know, if you start off on a bad foot, it's so yeah. hard to get it back together. So I don't blame you at all. It's definitely I a think, skill that is tough. I think that uh, I apparently I, I didn't, if, unbeknownst to me, I am a player who is known for not, for not having a good mental. I'm, I'm like, a, like Bryce and Froden were like describing me as like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of character <laughs> where like, depending on how I'm feeling is how I'm going to play, which I mean, to an extent that's true, but I think that that like what what I was saying about like having you know if I have a slow start and then I can pick it back up. I think that's actually like somewhat worked out to my benefit. There's a silver lining because like I know that if I have a bad game one and game two, that I'm not out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like just from experience, like I know that if I play well in my last few games, I'm not out of it at all. Um, and that helps with the mental. That that helps me not like just you know like sulk on my chair and give up and say like fuck this game i hate this tournament this this is so stupid tft all luck no skill you know shit like that um yeah so that that has worked to my advantage but uh yeah and by the way like i know i know we're on day three but like back to day two dude like like i i really hope you know appies that i thought i was like down and out and and like i walked away (laughs) from my computer i come back to like a billion dms and i had no idea what was going on but i i didn't even like feel good like i felt like kind of good but like there was so much like imposter syndrome guilt running through me because like you you have to know like how much like how how much I just admire you as a player and like how better I think you are than like so many of these it's players, including myself. I, I felt so fucking reach. bad. No, I, like I, no, I like see, I I just felt so like I I I was I was I don't know like it it, it actually hurt me to like to know that you know not only did like did you not advance but like it was it was a tiebreaker between you and me like that that hurts when you fucking when when it's you over your friend and like i f- I know that you would have felt the same way like if it was me or like kevin or Drotch or anybody in any similar situation because like that's just how it is you know like when when it's you and your friend it it sucks it really sucks i yeah, felt no, so bad I, man i i and that's one of those things it's like i mean first of all you have to know that you are you are every bit as good as i am first off and to uh, like I totally understand the imposter syndrome thing. I think so in Zon Cup, for example, when um, so I, I mean anyone who's listening to the podcast or follow Kevin's training through TFT knows that uh, Zon Cup was was really rough because he played really really well day one of Zon Cup and he didn't make it yeah. to day two because of the really shitty shit or shitty stuff like that. And I had like the crappiest mental day two because I was like, holy shit, like why am I here if Kevin isn't man? Like like there's no world. Uh, I mean, that's so, partially because I ran it down on ladder the day before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about that part. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's one of those things where, like, I mean, I, I can sit here and tell you not to feel bad about it as much as I want, but it's not going to make you, you know, not feel bad about it. Yeah. But you, you just know that, it like, like you 100% deserve to have gone to day three. Like, you I, I appreciate better. you saying that, though. Yeah, you played better than me day two. You deserved it. So, you know. Take it for what it's worth, I guess. That's what um, sucks being being friends with everybody, man. Like all us like high elo players, you know, we talk to each other so much and, and we know each other so well. And like, you know, when one of us makes it, we're happy for each other, but when one of us doesn't make it, it just if I mean for me at least it, it feels so bad. Like it it just sucks. It sucks. 
watching the watching the end of day two and slowly realizing the last spot was either a Nico or Appy's, I was like, oh fuck. I want both of them, but they can't, and I'm upset. Yeah. Like even like from all angles, it's just it it sucks, but at the end of the day, like someone makes it through. And like, I mean, for what it's worth, like Nico fucking did us proud on finals, so yeah, it's not like yeah. man, I, I really do uh, if I played better the first two games, I keep coming back to it. You know, you know, game one, game one, I think was the worst tournament game I've ever had. I dropped three Nikos on Raptors, and I went sixth. Holy moly. I dropped three Nikos on Raptors, and I went sixth. I am pretty sure if you drop a platinum player in my spot, they could go first <laughs> in that lobby. But I went sixth. I, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was I'm so confused. I was like, blown. I was like, oh, I, I was just dizzy. I was dizzy. I was really dizzy. Also, uh, in that game, I think everybody else had a Nico like way before me. So like, they kind of were playing around it, which I'm not gonna blame that. But like, I, I was just super dizzy, man. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, anyway, I, you gotta make sure not to focus Nico. too much on the on like what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna know what you did wrong, right? And to like yeah, the spots yeah. where like like you could have done better. But you have to give yourself credit for what you did right as well. I think yeah. um, I've already, I haven't watched the VODs, but just like from memory, I've, I've lost so much sleep the last like week just thinking about all the little spots where I could have eked out another placement, right? Like here, yeah. like they were like, like at least 15 different spots. Yeah. Um, like oh, just I could have saved memory. two HP early game that would yeah, have helped yeah. me not get if perfect lethal here or something. Right? If yeah. I was like a little, yeah. if I played a little bit better, if I like was paying a little more attention. Um, yeah. And, I like you know as much as it's it not that it feels good to beat myself about it right or like it feels oh, yeah. like you you just gotta <laughs> live with it and you gotta move. yeah you know yeah. there are so I actually like you know during like set four regionals there was a game that I lost off of keeping in five keepers the entire game instead of six keepers and somebody told me about it afterwards and I was like oh. <laughs> unlucky <laughs> you know <laughs> and yeah. any t any tournament where like you're so close but like you didn't get that extra step like it you especially at regionals you think about it yeah. fucking forever like i still think about my my set for regionals where one like i've told the story a million fucking times because it still haunts me because i so much would be different if I hadn't made this one mistake, but literally one wrong decision on stage six carousel of taking the wrong item cost me a spot in finals in set four, and I just had to take a ninth. And the whole the whole butterfly effect of like I would have been in finals, having a probably wouldn't have made it to worlds, but like my name would then be like way more out there way sooner. DQA wouldn't have gone to worlds because he took the spot over me. Um just like every everything would be different yeah if i hadn't made one decision yeah yeah I mean, that 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 one decision like it still haunts me even though like i know like i'm realistically in a good spot now with casting mm -hmm. but yeah, like, that's, the, that's what matters really. that one decision it, mm -hmm. it sticks in your mind mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah it's really like the lose is a learn mentality right like i i mm -hmm. again like I, i've had this like massive pit in my stomach for like the entire week thinking all this shit um yeah but there comes a time where like and not that i've necessarily reached this point yet but you just gotta take it as take it as what it is like you know in the moment you didn't show up it's super frustrating and you just gotta 
Just, just chalk it all up to R and D. Yeah, that, we're just fucking. That, why didn't yeah, DJ yeah, have Setsuko game I, game I, six? <laughs> yeah, I, it's, and also coin just flips, like man, this coin flip game, bro. On and onward and upward, I guess it's like, and yeah. it goes back to the imposter syndrome. Also, it's like we know we made those mistakes, and we're like, and that then feeds into the imposter syndrome of like, like as good as I think I, I am. Well, like, am I, yeah, exactly. Like every everyone's calling me like amazing and one of the best players in the server. Like, there's no way I, I actually am. disagree. And, yeah. <laughs> I I disagree that y'all are aren't that y'all um aren't the best players in the server because Mong because y'all are. It's just easy like, to think like that when yeah. you see the others, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like it's hard to see also, yourself in the same way as other people. Like I cannot see myself in the same way that I see Appies, for example. Yeah, you know. And even it's with like me casting, like listening, listening to like, yes, yeah. I know, like Dan and Doa have been casting for like a decade, mm-hmm. but like it you. I still like compare myself to them sometimes. I compare myself a lot to like Boop and Casanova. I was I was listening back to um the Challenger series VODs just because I was like, I haven't listened to these. I should. And wow, I it might it felt pretty good in the moment, but I'm listening back as like I can nitpick this so much. Like anytime I listen to my VODs, I'm like, am I really that good? What does everyone see in me? But everyone's just saying like you're fucking popping off i'm like uh do i belong here it's there's that's the that's like there's impos- up, right there's do imposter syndrome here? everywhere in this yeah. game and honestly if a player doesn't have imposter syndrome like that it's, it's i mean I, it's I feel, definitely some upstart confidence for sure like it, it's yeah tft is a game of confidence yeah there's there's something to be said about having confidence but like kind of having the imposter syndrome and letting it be like oh i need to get better have if if that feeds your drive to improve, be like, oh, like, I, why am I among these people? I need to work so I can consider myself as good as these people. Like, that can, that can also be its own good thing. And I feel like, especially with you two and Nico and Appy, like, I've, I think it's really manifesting itself in that way. And I think that's, like, that's a really good thing. And Appy's, like, I called Appy's on Monday. <laughs> Just look like, I I have shit to say again here, but like, and like, hey, you, I'm I'm not going over everything because that it, it was like a ha- solid half hour call, but basically just like Appies is one of the hardest fucking working players on the server. He has possibly the brightest future in TFT. Like, it can only go up. Yeah. So, well, I think that's yeah, awesome. like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think every, for Indica, everyone involved well. like feels bad, but you'll. If it feeds you and it feeds your drive to just get even better, like holy shit. And they better fucking watch out in set seven. We got a lot of people on the come up, I feel like. We got a lot of people yes. like learning how to compete. I, I think Iniko and myself are like very big examples of people who are you have like a lot of established people, right? Like I think um you have a lot of top players, uh like Rambling, Kevin, GV8 now, uh like Setsko, Spencer, Robin, all these players who like have competed, have this good competitive mentality. Um, and are really cracked at the game at the same time. And then we have this other set of players who are really cracked at the game uh, that they're like competitive, like they're just trying to figure out how to compete, you know, like trying to figure out how to get the right mentality. Um, and I mean, I feel like I, as, as much as I'm known as like the guy who has like that bounce back mentality, like the, you know, if I, if I take it out, I'm going to use it for the next thing. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie after 
after this weekend, I was definitely like, holy shit, how do I ever come back from this, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> like this is the, the big shot and I, and I blew it. But that's part of, um, that's part of just getting hey. the better competitive mentality. Now I, now I feel differently. I've digested it for a while, but I mean, I think um, Enico probably feels constantly about those first two games, right? You keep going back to them and it's a, it's yeah. a spot of mental difficulty, right? But uh, it's, it's just keep on trudging is what it is, right? I, if you want the personal example, even after that set four regionals, where I was like, holy shit, this one decision, I was like, you know what? Set five time. And I have the best set seven, set, or set five time. Did I have the best set five? No. Did I do okay? Yeah. And for people who are even like way fucking better players than me, better than I ever was, like you'll, you two are both going to pop off. Like I have full confidence. I hope so. <laughs> I just want to say, I've been oh, on but the, first I've been we been need to send the Nico to Worlds. And Nico's yeah, no, fucking I, I, making Worlds. No. I feel like I've been on the Nico. What this last chance qualifier is? <laughs> I feel like I would, the Nico shit for I'd, a while. I would be like blown away, honestly. I would be blown away. I was surprised I made it this far, honestly. You shouldn't be. You're fucking cracked, man. You're so good at the game. Uh, yeah, I feel I like I'm so narrow. Like, I feel I like, I, I, feel like I want to be creative. Like I want to be as creative as you, or like someone like you. But I'm. So, I feel like I'm so narrow. Like I just don't see things that other people see. Why? Uh, I mean, I'll say this. Like, why do you need to be creative? The oh, because I because I think the world are zero percent creative. Oh no, I don't. I don't. Well, I don't think that's entirely true. I I want to be creative because I I appreciate that style of play. You know, like I just think that that's, that's okay. That's, that's really <laughs> like it's fun, and I think uh, I think it's the style of play that I most admire as well. Um, but yeah, like I think I think that think there's well. something to be said about like methodology. Like I think methodology is the most important. Like you can be creative and 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 have a method to go about it, which is why like players like Robin, for example, are so good to so many people, myself included, because he has like a great way of approaching the game methodically. Um, even though he's not very creative, as which I mean, he'll admit it. So, you know, just an example. Time flies argues with that sentiment. That's true. My bad. My bad. That's true. That's true. Time flies is actually truly innovative comp. Yeah, he yeah. plays like the straightest lines in Time Flies. True. So, um, so day three uh, ended with uh, Goobums, DQA, um, Milk can't think of the other names. popping off. Yeah, milk, milk and just goose. Goose. Yeah. and yep. goose. Yeah, uh, all qualifying for worlds. Mm-hmm. And then we will have our two champions of North America and go and ramble in for Spain last chance qualifier, destroying EU as it as it mm-hmm. should be. Uh, I mean, and it just goes this without saying that they'll destroy Latin America and Brazil as well. <laughs> yeah. So and so far, well, we have those four worlds qualifiers. EMEA regional finals also happened. Um, doubles popped off. Double, fucking double sixty one. One EMEA regionals. <laughs> He's going back to worlds. Oh, yeah. Two time world champion incoming. Yeah. He was a really impressive. fantastic player. I, I will say I was doing some in houses with him and some EU people and like Goose and stuff before. Um, I was like playing like Goose Newbell doubles, some other EU people, like some KR people. Uh, mm-hmm. like the day or two before regionals. And doubles just kept rerolling Twitch and going like seventh and eighth. Oh <laughs> and Matt only played a single game of Twitch and reached. Dude, what a champ! Wait, that's crazy. That is a player after my Kiko own heart. Yeah, he was just doing the craziest shit with Twitch. Crazy shit, and he was just fucking sending Twitch every game. Um, yeah, 
It was it was wild to see him. I mean, uh, he he played so well uh, at EMEA. He he played some crazy TFT. Yeah. So him. So who EMEA is sending the world's double Volta Voltarix? Another fucking repeat. Coco, Anid, and Zebrosian. No shit. Zebrosian. and then. Jing and Zati are the last chance reps, aka Aniko and Ramblin' Fodder. I'm, Man, I'm pretty scared of Jing, I'll be honest. I, 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 I have this Jing a lot. I have the every, worst impression yeah. of Jing. Wait, why? Wait, why? What happened? Oh, like every time. <laughs> In the Seth War world, we were like, Jing is the most cracked player in the planet. <laughs> and then that one day where he went like, 88888. Eight, 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 eight. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> down for a repeat. I'm down. Oh I'm down. God. Holy crap, dude. Um, <laughs> oh, I know Jing is cracked, but it was it was so like <laughs> it was so nuts to see, right? Like how to see like this super hyped up player just yeah. like turbo bomb. <laughs> oh, uh, going going back to other world championships real quick and, and talking to you, I'm really sad that Shirky didn't make it because I don't think I've ever been as impressed watching a player like someone play TFT than I was watching Shirky play Worlds set five he was the mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone is as good at has been as good at tft at any point than he was that world um mm. just like having watched him he holy shit he was so like it was just so clean like every game was so clean it was nuts. i didn't watch too much of his direct perspective but yeah i agree he's a good player i mean i i take your word for it you know it's a bold statement for sure he I'm so still good. the most scared of eight lanes jaywalking. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Who's coming from KR? That, any, any what a crazy boy. Any any knowers of what, sorry? Who's coming from KR? Uh, KR, KR, I feel like KR and CN are like a mystery. Yeah. Like Especially never like China could actually be like so many light years ahead of all of us and we would never know. You know? Yeah. That's a region that could just have the money like, for it. Yeah, they have the money too. They're actually like they're paid to play TFT, busting their busting their asses off trying to get this ten ten billion dollar prize pool. Yeah. Well, apparently, a KR regional starts tomorrow. Oh, oh! Will the god of TFT be in them? According to Liquipedia, China doesn't oh. have a, a Liquipedia page for the regional finals. Neither does Japan. You can check Tanner's Twitter, actually. Tanner probably yeah. has the most information on... on probably. Uh, or join Tanner's Discord. True. <laughs> or ask him to pop into your Twitch chat and tell you for it. <laughs> tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, like a messenger boy. <laughs> the guy from Legend of Zelda, like Planet Princess, the guy with the mailbag who just runs across Hyrule Field all the time. Yeah. We've all been there. We've seen that. I don't know if you even played Planet Princess. It's crazy how Tanner is like the one link that we have to like Chinese TFT, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the smallest little thread connecting things. Does Casper get all of his information from Chinese TFT from Tanner? I feel like he always knows a lot, but maybe he's Probably. Just That's a good chance. I think, uh, guys... I think Jigglypuff King leaks some text as well. Hmm. That Lucian yeah. Vex build um, was pretty cool. Oh, the Ark and the, the, eight, the eight Arcs twin shot. Yeah. Hmm. I like that one. Uh, I actually got kind of dumpstered by it on ladder. I think Lucian's just OP, honestly. Like, have you guys played uh, Synaptic Lucian? 
Oh, that sounds that sounds disgusting. It's pretty gross. Sounds almost as good as Sin's fat synaptic Ari. Try it out if you get a chance. dog. Manalus BG. Manalus Fox. We do have some some time left here. We're we're pivoting correctly to the next thing to talk about, which is the patch. Um, so a couple big changes over the patch. Let me pull it up. Yeah, that's probably the best idea. I think the biggest ones is that. There were AD nerfs across the board, basically. Um, Irelia got huge nerfs. Never play that Malzahar. unit at solo carry. Never, ever, ever. Yeah, don't it's, do it. It's, it's don't kind do of it. Irelia's pretty trash now. Um, yeah. Don't do it. Malzahar now has 80 max mana instead of 60. And they didn't change synaptic web. They just changed Malzahar's max mana. So uh, yep. I haven't seen anyone play it yet. I feel like it's still it's probably Synaptic good. is still broken, by it's the way. It's still really good. Yeah, like, imagine it's, it's still actually broken. Because like, they didn't do anything with the, with the trait, you know? Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't touch it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The synapt- synaptic spat is still really good. Synaptic, like base synaptic, which is Malzahar, does feel worse for sure. Oh, I think yeah, it still yeah, feels yeah, really I mean, broken. It's, it's like just, a two auto pass still, right? I can't worse. imagine it's I can't imagine it's not bad. Uh I guess so, yeah, it's, it's a two auto cast with blue battery, it's a one auto cast. But yeah. So I think he and he does more damage oh, now. Alex M posted I, a tweet about how he just went first with Malzahar. <laughs> I they better actually fucking nerf synaptic before worlds, dear god. My, my hopes are not high. I'm gonna be honest. If if um, I have to watch worlds with like bated breath that we don't get synaptic lobbies the same way we had to with regionals, which also thank god, like there were synaptic lobbies on day one and two, not a single synaptic game on day three. Thank yeah. fucking god. You're telling me. Yeah. I mean, actually, you know, honestly, maybe that would have benefited me because I'm the only person who starts tier in uh, finals, but not not really the only like the only person who actively seeks to start tier in finals. Um, Rainbow and Goobums, I think, also uh, don't mind like tier, Rod, don't everybody else doesn't like it. Wait, yeah, tier yeah. You can build every yeah. item under the yellow. Oh, I, I, I love it. freaking sun tier. with tier. Yeah, I, I actually like started belt most originals, and I start both on ladder right now because it forces me to make. Yeah. Yeah, force me to make anti heal, which is good. Because in the meta right now, uh, Warwick actually did not quite disappear. Like how he got nerfed, um, Quinn also got okay, nerfed. Okay, but, but still... it was like, did you see those Warwick nerfs? It was like, yeah, it was like like a little bit of anti yeah, healing yeah, yeah. down. He's still he's still pretty fucking good. I mean, you still need your Morellos, otherwise you're getting clapped by Warwick. <laughs> uh, no, his damage really didn't even nerf, go down. You know, no, his damage, not really a nerf at all. But, so like, he, he got an AD nerf, but then every other unit also got an AD nerf. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. the, AD, the AD nerfs are fake. Like, Talon technically got AD nerfed, and Talon might be one of the best comps again. Um, Ari did not get nerfed. And neither did... Uh, Nana actually got, like, Shadow nerfed. She got... No, she, the Rana nerf was pretty big. It was pretty big. Yeah, honestly. she her poison no longer... So it used to... Be, I mean, that's how it was supposed to work. Yeah, I don't think right. it... I think it didn't stay all the time. It only stayed some of the time. But now Renata, for sure, whenever she casts and she dies, her poison goes away. Guaranteed. Yeah. It used to stay sometimes. I, um, I... Okay, I don't know if this is, like, a hot take or something, but I actually either don't think it should be fully removed, like, maybe, like, half damage or... I don't know, but... Or, um... I think she should be buffed a little bit because I think that Rage. like you can't you can't position her like a bot anymore like you actually have to be careful but she really does just die to random shit a lot of the time so like mm-hmm. it, it might be hard to find the balance there um I don't I don't really think you can expect her to solo carry in the old Renata comp anymore I think you really like more than ever now either need the legendaries or like 
a Kha'Zix dual carrier, like something like that. Um, yeah, which is she still interesting, caps out. She still caps pretty high, it feels like. But, I mean, she yeah, caps high not because of herself, yeah. though. Like, she, it, it's no, still, yeah, like, the, 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 the Renata board usually. caps high, yeah, yeah exactly. So you have, like, Silco, Victor, Kench. It's actually yeah. disgusting. Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with Urgot last set. Like, Urgot was not what capped the board out. It was, like, a million legendaries fit into that board. Yeah. Um... I think the biggest, like the biggest thing for me though, is uh, all the AD nerfs. I, I, I'm really happy it happened. Uh, I think a lot of augments became a lot better for it. Like I've noticed combat slowing down. Um, Second wind is a lot better. Ascension is a lot better. Just name two off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and and maybe also, now my maybe now my Brom two uh, with five syndicate will cast. So that's great. <laughs> wow, awesome. Tago. Next, the other thing actually, this is actually I think equally as big is changes to hextech. I'm going to tell oh. everybody this right now. Oh, Hextech oh, now shit. scales throughout this. the game <laughs> yeah. and it's turbo busted. It's... Everybody, go play it in your lobbies. Go contest yeah. each other right now. Do it. Yeah. Nocturne <laughs> is the highest win rate one cost in the game. It's not even close. He's better than Galio. He's a better unit than Galio. <laughs> Second highest is Jarvan. Go do it. Everybody, hold the Hextex. Everybody play Hextex. Buy Sivir when you can and force that shit. Everyone play Hextex and don't clump around your Sivir. Mm-hmm. Ne- uh, never never clump shit. around your Sivir. Just, just don't bring Sivir. the data down. Just don't bring the data down. That's all. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't contest each other too hard. What What is the numerical difference now between, like, three augment six Hextech compared to old six Hextech? Is it, like, It's, like, more? insane. I'm pretty sure it's... It's a lot. It's, like, yeah, yeah. before sure pre-hotfix can... Hextech. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so it's as good as it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like old, old, like first patch Hextech? Yes. Yes. Is Hextech playable anymore? Is it Forex playable at all? Or like, like late game? Or is it still just like. For Hextech? Probably not, right? You probably just like, don't need to. Honestly. No, I feel like the jump between four and six is huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you'd always just want six. There's it's no so big. To, yeah, oh, you need so six. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, like, yeah, four Hextech is. is I guess if you see it on, on stage two, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, four hex tech. And then if you don't see it on stage two, it's like, ah, uh, four hex tech. I'm <laughs> playing a Swain. Meanwhile. Oh, the Swain got buffed. The Swain is so fucking good. Oh, Swain feels really good now. Yeah, he feels I thought he was better. already really good, to be honest. No, I thought he was the worst unit in the game. Really? I thought he was before. super good. Um, Appies, I made I made a Swain three in, in, in <laughs> houses. Um, <laughs> and I and he, he blocked, let's see. I think it was uh, he blocked... 600 physical damage and 200 <laughs> magic damage um and casted <laughs> once so so my opinion is not the way, high of that unit that's fair by by the way hex hex tech numbers um well first patch it was a hundred let me let me just wait let me verify this the damage? Uh, yeah it was a hundred it was a hundred on hit damage now okay. after three augments it's 80 okay but with so much shit getting nerfed that's still pretty fucking good what are the yeah. i mean what's the shield yeah, the shields. The shield, six hundred, uh, four hundreds. I think the shield is the bigger deal because like everything got nerfed, and Alistar also did not get touched. Yeah, the Alistar shield is four hundred eighty. On launch, it was four hundred. Oh, okay, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, even 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 at two augments in the hex core, it's four twenty. Also, have you- two stage four is more shield. All I'm saying is well, I've seen Nocturne two just jump on your backline and solo out a gin, man. <laughs> it is good. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, Biggie, Biggie. Magic. Magic yeah, I don't chase. know. I, I'm, I'm, 
not looking forward to Hexec if this trend continues. I, I feel like to me it's been a miss so far. I think I think I've been pretty disappointed by Hexec and Colossus both. Like Hexec and six point five, but Colossus like the whole entire like six and six point five. It feels like he's a new change. Was a playable unit. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think Hextech is a really hard trait to balance. Like yeah. a super hard trait to balance. Um, yeah, yeah, they just need to like it's because like it's hard. It's Maybe too they reachable. have to. Yeah, it's it's so easy to hit. And there's like, also like so much overlap. Levels, you can't make the middle yeah. levels feel good. Like you can't make four Hextech feel good past H two. You really can't without them being like kind of yeah. broken. I feel like. Yeah. So, I mean, it I, is, I feel like it was the same issue with Sentinel somewhat, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. it, Sentinel I, was 3-6, though, to be fair. First time I played Hextech, I was like, this is Sentinels. That, but like, it's but, straight up Sentinels. I feel like the issue, too, could, like, because, like, all the, if you really think about it, like, look at all the Hextech units. It's Alistair Sivir and a bunch of shitters. Mm-hmm. But the trait just makes the shitters so good. Like like Kevin was saying, like Nocturne, just late game, is actually like something you have to worry about, which J4 is really interesting. Is um, yeah, J4, J4 just boosting the entire comp. Sejuani's a pretty relevant unit, even late game still. Like, her son is really good, and her stats are really good with the shield. Uh, she just got and buffed as well. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to compensate for the enforcer bit, but like I get it, but at the same time, like I don't think she needed it. I, I thought she was I thought Sedge was really good already, honestly. Uh speaking of enforcer, enforcer is now a, it's only a three piece, there's no two and four, and it only is the, the max HP for four seconds at three. I think I I really don't like enforcer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like play enforcer until like, I feel so of, like level nine, and if I can just mm-hmm find a random like reason to put it in otherwise yep. it's like why would you ever put that trade yeah in yep unless you're like doing caitlin carry yeah and you find an early buy yeah. or you get like enforcer yeah. part or if yeah, you don't have justice. to build qss on my talon i i i really i really really like this change for a lot of reasons um i hated enforcer before as well uh it was just too it was too easy to access it was not fun to play against it didn't feel particularly engaging either. Like there was just no counterplay aside from build a warmogs, and with four enforcer, there was literally no counterplay aside from like build a QSS. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that now, when when you see somebody play like going out of their way to play three enforcer, you can really identify the the cringe lords. You can you can you can <laughs> seek them out. <laughs> so that's that's the hidden buff right there. Yeah, we really flame the right people now. To- total tangent. <laughs> I asked someone in the game earlier if they were contesting Talon, Talon, and they called me. They said, "Yes, you cringe lord." And I just was like, "I should." This I is, should. This is no, no, no. This is the one day where I was like, "Do I pull the trans card for once?" Because it's Trans Day of Visibility. Happy Trans Day of Visibility. It's like, hmm. This is my one day. You're using a masculine gendered term for me. I'm. This is my one. I get one for the year. I'm pulling the trans card here, and that's it. That's that's all mm. I get. I see. I see. We take those. The, tomorrow, you may go back to calling me. Well, what's? I'll just say cringe. Gen- I'll, I'll literally just say yeah. cringe. Yeah, yeah. Call, 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 call me cringe. Call me cringe tomorrow. <laughs> just say. Just type dies of cringe, and like that's acceptable. <laughs> I'll just wait for the frozen heart echo to appear. 
Oh god. Uh, unleash, I'll unleash the wave of dies of cringe. Dies of cringe. <laughs> Wait, do we have dies of cringe enabled on? I just added it. Oh, oh Frozen heart. I I to frozen heart sins. Oh, please stop. Dies of cringe. I can't, man. Like, oh my god. Every time, you know, every time so I see sorry. it, I just, I just like, if I'm like scouting through really quick, I just like see the frozen heart echoes. I just linger for a second. I'm like, oh. <laughs> every time I get a frozen heart echo, I'm, I, I like feel a tiny twinge, and I'm like, nah, I'm building it. Okay. I mean, yeah, I like you, you build it. It's, it's so you, you build it. But yeah, <laughs> as a as a frozen heart echo abuser, it is in fact dies of cringe. I will say just the echo. Talon is not dies of cringe. I you can put Frozen Heart on Nocturne, actually. Yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, go Hextech. do that in your Hextech, everybody. Go play Hextech. Uh, Jin actually feels really nice into the Frozen Heart Echoes because you can't tell that you're getting a damage reduction. Unless you right click on <laughs> yeah, it. That's true. Unless you're in the water, you, you can't tell you can't you're dying of cringe. <laughs> is that the counter? Is that the counter? Yeah, like, not for like, plus, not for like game purposes, but like mental purposes. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's the mental counter. Yeah. Just carry Jin. You know, I had a, Echo, I had a broken. You know how Jin three gets that attack speed boost? Yeah. So you still get to see Jin attacking fast, even if he gets frozen hearted. If you just three star your Jin, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that a lot actually about uh, Jin. Yeah, but uh. Also, yeah. <laughs> so we're starting to click questions, and I literally okay, I, I wasn't gonna look at questions yet, and then so the first question was, do you miss Radiant from Diana? And I swear, like, like I, I red radiant frozen heart diana and part of me just like <laughs> yeah yeah no nightmares <laughs> like a yeah. whole nightmares, dude. I, shit i miss it only because i was a frozen heart diana abuser but you can tell i've been playing since a long dude. fucking time the thing that is radiant frozen heart thing? was so busted on so many yeah Wait, yeah no. again is as it... an abuser fuck diana <laughs> That unit was not healthy at all. It's as cringe as it is to play Brandon with Diana. I, I, on top of imagining like like the like the uh, effect when reading that, I also had a little bit of like a uh, effect thinking of her ulting like an entire clump with Radiant Frozen Heart, and then just seeing them not play the game. Oh god! Like being on I the mean, that's why on... everybody built trap claw. Yeah, yep. everybody yep. built trap claw. I was uh, I was too. I was also really scared of radiant frozen heart fiddlesticks. Sometimes more scared, honestly. Yeah, that shit was. Nuts. You can't trap claw radiant frozen heart fiddlesticks. Yeah, that's tick damage. Yep, <laughs> that 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 guy. I think people don't look back on what, what's the opposite of fondly. People and don't you put it on your fiddlesticks, and it comes yeah. out on your a ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yep, and then it, your velcro yep. or their velcros just deletes you. Yep. Everyone who nice. thinks that set five was the worst set of TFT of all time, raise your hand. I'll do a tally. Okay, for set anyone. five was bad, but you know that's di that's a different set. You know, Radiant Frozen Heart yeah. was five point. Okay, set, yeah. five, set five and five point five mix. We'll just. We'll, uh, Everyone's right. Everyone's not five. watching. Everyone I has their hand high in the air right now. I appreciate hands 5. up for 5, five, hands down for five point five. So, Wait, what? Sure. Yeah, five, I liked 5.5. 5. It no, was I just like, a no, I liked 5.5. 5. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like, like you liked 5 and not 5.5. 5. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh my no, god. No, no, no. Did you remember LeBlanc? 
Yeah. Do you remember Rise? Yes. LeBlanc. Of course I remember LeBlanc. I, that is the one Reddit guide I've written was it's LeBlanc. Like Shadow Frozen Hearts. The, Does anybody remember? It, it slowed your team as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Even yeah. more cringe. Dies <laughs> of cringe. Both players die from All cringe. Right. Frozen Heart. You know, I I really I really did not hate set five that much. I don't think it was the worst set for me. Actually, I think it was probably second worst, but I don't think it was the worst. What's your worst? Wait, which one was worth it? Set I, five. I, I mean, I'm gonna get crucified for it. So I don't even want to say. I was gonna say. I didn't, I, didn't say it. I, didn't, I didn't like set two. I hated set two. I thought uh, it was. No, that's two. valid. I, mean, I think that's totally valid. But it's some people's like favorite too. sets. It's some people's complete. Yeah. And and I get it. It just wasn't for me. I thought it was boring. I thought I thought the units were not very exciting. Like people, you know, thought they were. That's fine. I just didn't. This is this is why I didn't like. I I'm not a set six fan. I'm only barely a set six point five fan. I didn't like set six when everyone's like, "Oh, this is the best set of TFT ever." But I'm just like, it's just not for me. Yeah, that that's a that. totally valid opinion. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's everybody's entitled to their own. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm sure there's someone out there like Mercs from the rest of the game forever. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure there's someone out there who, who's like That's favorite set cringe. of all time is set five. They're like like some edgy 13 year old in the room. Like a poster on their five. wall. Like I love shadow items, man. Fucking shadow items. Ugh. And you know that's a valid opinion. Is is yeah, wrong? One, but it's, it's an valid. opinion. It's an opinion for <laughs> the sure. The only thing I miss from set five is just redeemed squid. Very specifically, that's it. The rest Can of I, set. Actually, and that version of Cavs, but the rest of Set Five can fuck off. Can, can I? Can I give my really cringe opinion? Like, like, like one that like you guys might not ever have me on here for again. I miss Blue Buff or Shadow Blue Buff Rise. Don't. I thought that was so I fun to play. I, I thought it was so much fun to play, dude. I hated playing against it, but I thought it was so much fun to play. I loved, I loved it when my Rise was about one HP. Just one HP and be like, bam, bam, bam. And I'm like, oh, sorry, your whole team can't play the game. That's unlucky. Oh, well, I guess. Oh, oh, no. It's, that's a dice. Dude, that's a They refused to change Shadow. I know. And they I kept know. on. They kept uh, on like, maybe if we change the unit wait, like this, it'll be okay. Yeah. And there is yeah. this fucking solution in front of you the entire time. This item <laughs> is enabling these fucking permastuns for the entire fight, and you can't even change it. Okay, wait. I think oh I just cracked God. the matrix. Wait, okay, look at this line. Look at this this correlation here. Okay, okay. Set five. Shadow Blue Buff Rise. This unit that, when given this set amount of mana, or oh, this 40 mana over and over again, actually 50 mana at that point, but 50 you know, mana. Uh, 50, it's broken, mana. right? They refuse yep. to nerf the, the, the broken part, and they nerf the unit instead. Fast forward is at 6.5. Synaptic Web Malzahar. They refuse oh, to nerf the mana, the mana <laughs> yeah. generation, and they nerf the unit instead. What? I, I, well, think, yeah. I think big mana is, is paying off more dog. I think big no, mana is paying off more Big dog. mana. <laughs> I, think, I think that the design team, and this is just like from, from you know, my, me like talking to them every now and again. I don't know this for sure, but it seems to me like they are really, I don't want this to come off too negatively, but they're really stubborn when they have like this vision for the design. They want to keep that vision no matter what. And so like, you know, if a player would make a suggestion like, oh, you could just do this. And they're like, no, that's not what it's supposed to do. The best example I can think of is um, in, in, in the first patch of 6.0 with uh, Elderwood Mutant. 
and how uh, DQA showed Mortdog this clip of, of his Jin 3 with Giant Slayer Last Whisper that couldn't kill a Cho'Gath 2 without armor plating. Mutant. Yeah. And 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 so everybody's like, this is a Jin 3 with Giant Slayer Last Whisper against a Cho'Gath 2 Elderwood Mutant. DQA should win this. And Mort is like, nope. Like and and like the entire like line, the entire line was like um, a unit that it is, is designed. Broken, it should win. No, it, it was uh, a unit that is designed to only be a tank should be really good at tanking, and like I and like I okay like I get I but get the that sentiment. Good? Right, like I get the sentiment, but like if you're looking at that scenario, like that, I don't think that should happen. And like I think that you might be like dying on a hill that you shouldn't be dying on in that case. Like I get it, but at the same time, like you really gotta concede that one. A Gen Three GS Last Whisper, like, Deep Blade Last Whisper GS Ergot Three. I remember this. Chogad Two. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like come like, on, man. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I get it, but at the same time, and and to be fair, they eventually did, but. I don't know. It's it's. I, I think that there's some kind of stubbornness there. There is a tad. I think there. Yeah, there is a little bit of stubbornness. I think. Yeah. Uh, Understand that right. though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's getting better. Um, yeah. We have one question here from Doubles. Uh, if Eniko was a rain item, what would his name be? Example: Bramble Vest, Rose Thorn Vest. Any takers? Wait, Any if that was a what item? If you were a radiant, so we go item. From, if there's if a radiant, radiant item, handsome Aniko. Actually, wait, no, that implies Aniko's already not Quinico. already handsome. Quinico, oh my god, and be Aniko easy, easy. <laughs> how do you wait? How do you even? But like, I feel like hubcap. I have to already. We can do hubcap. That's Aniko's <laughs> yeah. other name. Yeah, Aniko hubcap. Go, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it has to be like I have to already have a descriptor on my name, you know, because like then because like Edge of Night becomes like Brink of Dawn because like you can already play around it. Oh, it's instead of Inigo Inigo, it's Inigo 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 Inigo. Okay, <laughs> I like <Nice>. that actually. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, I just get double all stats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aniko gets uh, 2x to handsomeness, cuteness, and TFT skill. Oh, wait, that just goes from infinity to infinity. In 2x okay, on the okay, dies of okay, cringe okay. stat for that, that blue buff rise take. Agreed. <laughs> Shadow blue that rise too, yeah. take. <laughs> Agree. Oh, you know, I actually also really miss Gwen. I thought Gwen was really fun. Gwen was cool. Oh, Gwen, was Gwen was fun. Yeah. I feel like I might have been the only, like, the only person who consistently, like, tried to play Gwen all the time on ladder toward the end. I can see that, yeah. Oh yeah, and you know why? Because I sh- I leaked the tech to him. I, he asked me about it, and I was and I and I couldn't stop That's raving about how good Gwen was. I I told Jack about how good three star Udir was, and he lost like five hundred <laughs> on me. <laughs> I mean, look, look, Kevin. Sometimes people sometimes people play for two star five costs, but like sometimes we're not high skill enough to play for the three star Udir. You have to understand. It's true. It's true. Some people can't see that. <laughs> it's hard to see the line. Yeah, it's hard. All right. Anyway, well, um, shout out to Udyr. <laughs> I will say, I'm, I'll speak. Uh, one, one quick thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Archangels Warwick. You know, <laughs> one, oh, the, yeah. one thing from set five that I missed. Shout out to a woo. And now we have this babby a woo that's yeah. even worse than one. This manalist dog. Shit, this shit archangels. <laughs> I miss manal dog. Manalful dog. Manalist dog is kind of bitch. I like yeah. set four Warwick the most. I think. Me too. Oh, he's my favorite unit of all time. Not, not Warwick. Not. Warwick. 
Not Warwick, the, the yeah, but like QSS, specifically Warwick, not Warwick. Divine but other Warwick than that, well. yes. Yeah. Okay. That shit was too fun. Definitely yeah. my favorite. My favorite board, my favorite unit. 100%. Um, yeah. On that note, though, uh, we are going to wrap it up. Um, thank you so much to Drachi and Kevin for being great co-hosts as always. Thank you so much, Indigo, for being uh, the absolute fucking legend. I, I was going <laughs> to look for a bunch of descriptors. Couldn't think of any besides it's that. Okay. So. It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well. The man, thank the myth, all. the absolute legend. Yes. Uh, any shout-outs before we, we head out here? Oh, me? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh yeah, all all the shouts I usually do, you know. Shout out to shout out to you guys. Shout out to all my friends. Uh, would not be here without a lot of the friends I made in TFT. Shout out to my new friends as well that that I continue to make. Um, and like you know, I, I think uh, I think the devs are, are are doing a pretty good job on this set. Honestly, like the devs, the like their their job balancing and designing. You can you can really see how they've gotten a lot better at what they do. Uh, and I hope they can continue to grow the team and um and and take TFT in the right direction. Uh, and shout out to all the viewers as well. So, Sweet. yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much, to, as always, to Mateo as well for being the producer. Uh, and everyone who is watching, listening, uh, what did I say? I said last week, anyone who was having it, like, sent them through Morse code. What's another form of communication? Anyone who got it, like, like saw it was in a deserted island and then a bottle washed island, up, like, a full transcript for this podcast. Thank you for reading that, and I hope you make it oh, off the island. I thought you were going to go with, like, arranging the sticks and rocks to form if a message. If you're reading this in the year <laughs> 3000, tell us about the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> and on that note, Not see fine. you next week. Peace. Bye-bye.